Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hola, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And Bryce, I, I said hola. Because I'm thinking I'm in Maui, maybe. That's what it comes down to. I think what I'm in Maui. It? What does Maui. Maui have to do with Spanish? Maui. Maui. I'm thinking Maui. I'm thinking Hawaii. It was in Hawaii. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, making sure, I'm making sure that I'm allowing myself to have a little bit of fun today. All right? Can I just oh. let it go for a second? Can I let sure. it go? Sure. I enjoy it. I always hear it. Oh, for some reason, I always hear it. Ola every time I hear a Maui game. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe oh, whatever. I mean, it's not even it just just my opinion. All right, let me let me let me get off the bag here. Now, in all seriousness, there's plenty. We are basically starting up the next series. Lynn Sandy's continuing to do an NFL, but it's also going to do some college basketball every other week. Uh, we're going to continue to do this, contribute to this. Uh, we're going to do the classics, basically. And we're not going to do basically matchups. We're just going to do a kind of a team thing. Right. And so with that being said, I feel like if we talk Maui first and we're in the state of Indiana, we have to talk about Indiana. And Indiana has had its fair share of criticism in Archie Miller's tenure, <laughs> as uh, Bryce Shetty has given plenty of off the record. Yeah, I have. The Indiana Hoosiers are a team, <clears throat> Bryce, that I think you and I would say are are very – they're they're going to be very disciplined, especially on defense. But the question that I have is, how are they going to get offense? And so, as is, I, I know we've only seen a little bit, right? And we can. I'm not going to ask you to predict games because we don't know when this is coming out. But the way you're seeing Indiana right now, where are you with the Hoosiers? I mean, it's it's always the question mark with them, Caleb. And and like you said, I've talked about it off the record. Archie Miller has to figure out how to be more creative on offense. There is it, at times they're just stagnant. We just Get watched used to this. We watched them play Providence yesterday, right? Yeah, you did. There were times on the offensive side where they were just stagnant. They would just pass the ball and stand. What are you doing? I don't understand. Defense, you're fine, but but offensively, you know, yeah, and, and you have to rely on, on Race Thompson's offensive rebounding, which is just off the like charts. That? Oh, I love it. I absolutely oh, okay, love okay. Race Thompson. Okay. I loved him last year. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he was he was he was borderline their best player last season. He didn't even play that much. Just in terms of energy that he brought and the and just the hustle that he brought. Look, Indiana can be who they want to be if they can just figure out offensively who they are. And that's going to be the difference in some of these Big Ten games. Caleb, I'm telling Illinois is ranked five in the country. Wisconsin is ranked four in the country. Michigan yeah. State is ranked eighth. Iowa's Iowa. ranked third. Rutgers yeah. is ranked 24th. Ohio State is 23rd. This is the toughest conference in college basketball. So if you, if you are going to want to compete – and, yeah. and for me, this is put up or shut up for Archie Miller this season. Yeah, I'm going there, Caleb. Wow. This is it. Wow. This is it for me. <laughs> you You're put up out the or you shut up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and they have Texas next up. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday morning. Uh, uh-huh. they, they play Texas to, to, uh, this afternoon. 
it's going to be the biggest test so far. They have them and then Florida State back-to-back. So get your playmakers the ball. Get Trace Jackson Davis the basketball. Get him in a position where he can score. Right. I trace Jackson Davis. He's going to have to knock down jump shots this season. I don't care. Yeah. That was kind of his weakness last season. I think it's got to get better if they want to succeed because you can't always depend on your guard play to knock down threes consistently. 100%. Yep. 100%. 100%. And they're not the greatest three point (laughs) shooting team. So they're going to need the range. Trace has an ability to be dominant on the block and has a tendency to just stay on the block. But I think you mentioned it really well. They, they need to find an identity. And I mean, you know, we did record, we're all recording this on a Tuesday morning. So I'll talk about it because the game ended, but Providence, when they played Providence, it was dominated. But in my opinion, Bryce, you can talk about how great race looked. That's fine. That's all fine. But in my opinion, I'll tell you, I think the thing that made that work was Trace Jackson Davis's playmaking on the free throw line, getting Race Thompson the ball on ball cuts, and him looking and using that size to get their shooting. I mean, IU's biggest problem, they, they could not shoot the three. I agree with you 100%. They have to do something to make themselves more effective there. They're going to have to commit more, especially to rebounding, uh, because I'll tell you, Bryce, I'm not crazy on – these smaller lineups when I'm trying to rebound in the big 10. So that's going to have to get fixed. And I think this team price is honestly, I mean, and this is, this is coming from a perspective where I'm, I'm seeing them a lot, but I'll tell you, Bryce, I really do think they're an underrated and undervalued team in a conference. That's very good. And I think it would not shock me whatsoever to see IU come into play, be a top 25 team and get to the NCAA tournament. Wouldn't shock me at all. I think this is as they have the capability of it. Just a matter of if they can get it going, if they can find their identity. And as you have mentioned, can Archie Miller finally get the pieces together? The next team, Bryce in the Maui, that I want to talk about, it's a blue blood. Everybody everybody likes talking about him, Bryce. Everybody likes talking about him. And they sucked last season. They absolutely sucked. They, they were so bad last season. Cole Anthony was so overrated. They come into play in North Carolina. And here they are, top 25, once again, Caleb Love. I'll tell you, one of the most talented freshman guards in the country. They have Armando Bacco, who was originally, he was the guy, him and Cole Anthony were supposed to be that duo for North Carolina last season, but both got hurt. I think Armando's very talented. And then I think Bryce, they potentially have an ACC player of the year right now in Garrison Brooks, 6'10", 240 senior. He's got such an incredible physical skill set. And so, Bryce, I'm going to ask you this. I mean, North Carolina, everybody wants to sit there and talk about the national championships. They want to talk about the historic aspects of their program. But really, last season, they sucked. There's no other way to look at it. I don't care about the injuries. I don't care. They would have sucked anyway. This was not a very good basketball team. Now it seems like they have a mix of experience and they have the talent that they normally have. And now you're seeing why, you know, North Carolina is – top 15 in the country because I think Caleb Love is a is a fantastic fantastic point guard who could easily be a very nice NBA threat this season yeah yeah I mean I now Caleb Love didn't hasn't had the greatest of game didn't have the greatest of game last uh last night against UNLV but sure um yeah I mean there's definitely the potential there I think this is going to be a bounce back year for the Tar Heels 
I don't know that you're going to get, you know, like top five Tar Heels this season. I, I really don't know. I don't, I don't think we've seen enough basketball yet, but they do have that potential. And yeah, Garrison Brooks has just been outstanding, uh, especially rebounding the basketball especially on the offensive side of the of rebounding. Yeah, yeah. Offensive rebounding yeah. has been big for him so far. Um, and I don't, I don't think you mentioned the other freshman, but R.J. Davis sure, uh, came sure. out and, and has played phenomenally as well. Sure, so, sure. so Davis and Love uh, plus Garrison Brooks, I think they have a good solid core to lead them through the season um, and potentially make some noise this year once we get to March. Well, and, and I think – you know, for North Carolina, it's about how can you bounce back? How can you not let everything get to them so so fast like they had in the past? That they they really just let the injuries uh, just totally. It felt like they ever since the injuries, they were not going to do anything. They weren't. Uh, it didn't matter. Uh, but there was nobody that was going to stop them. Nobody. They were they weren't figuring out anything. Now you're seeing a team in North Carolina that you're seeing the talent come together. And, you know, my question, though, with North Carolina, and this is my biggest worry, Bryce, is I do not think they have depth. I agree. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the depth. It's the ACC. You're playing a lot of tough teams. I think in the Maui, you can dominate, uh, even though I am curious to see what they do against Stanford. But that's another topic. But in all seriousness, I think they're going to need a little bit more firepower. And in the ACC, there's a lot of great teams out there. Duke, which we'll talk about later when we get to the Champions Classic. And the list goes on. Very good teams in ACC that are only going to get better. Now, I do think Carolina gets better, but Roy Williams is going to need to get some better depth. And I think he knows that, and I think that's okay. But we'll just just say. And Bryce, the other team to to keep an eye on in the Maui that I would highly, highly recommend seeing because I think they are really – really good is the Texas Longhorns. They have finally got the group that Shaka has been wanting. And, you know, Bryce, speaking of the fact that you have been all over Archie Miller to be on the clock, Shaka Smart should be on your clock. I agree. He should should be on your clock if you're going to talk about Archie Miller. Like, so, I mean, here, here's the thing with the Texas Longhorns. They have a tremendous amount of experience. They have Brown, legitimate piece, Coleman, Jones, I mean, I think this is one of the better college basketball teams the Longhorns have had in a while. <clears throat> Deep, they're athletic, and they have a style. They have a roster that finally matches what Shaka Smart wants to be. So, Bryce, I'm going to ask you this. I think the Texas Longhorns have a chance. I want you to hear me out very clearly. I think the Texas Longhorns have a chance to be an elite eight team. Tell me I'm wrong. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's interesting. I, I I don't I don't think you're wrong. I you know I like Matt Coleman. Uh, he, he brings that that senior leadship. Uh, Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones is legit. Ever since he's yeah, come back from Jones. yeah f- battling cancer, fights it, comes back, and it has just been a solid all around player for Shaka Smart. But I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the thing about Shaka Smart teams, right? Is you know that you know he's going to. Uh, teach them how to play defense with intensity, right? You also know that he wants to have a team with depth, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, which he has. He has a good rotation. He has good depth, Very guys good that he can just plug in. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a Texas team that he can take to another level, especially in March. So I, I think the pieces are there. It's just, is Texas going to play to their potential 
or are they going to be yeah. an up and down team like we've seen in years past where we think, oh, I think Shaka Smart finally has it this year. That I think Texas can make some noise. And then we just see them just plummet. They, well, here, they play good yeah. and they play bad. Here's why I think here's why I think that. Here's why I like Texas this year. Right. I think the Big Ten is Big Twelve Garden is not where it's been in the past. I think you're looking at a team like Kansas. I think you're looking at a team like West Virginia. And from there, yeah, Baylor. I think and and Baylor, pardon. But I think Texas, I think Texas Tech is not the same <laughs> as last season. I don't think that there is as deep of a top heavy Big 12 to it. Even though I I I you know I like all three of the teams that we just mentioned. Uh, but I really do believe that Texas has the potential. The thing is, Bryce, I mean, they have a red-hot freshman in Greg Brown who's still yep. trying to adjust himself. I think he has a chance to elevate this team to a big way. And they really haven't had a piece like that, in my opinion, at the forward or the center spot that could come in and, and play like the way he plays, right? And you mentioned it well with Coleman and Jones. Those are guys that are vets. Uh, Aaron Jones, these are guys that come in and they do exactly what you want them to do. Um, this is a team that is going to be deep, in my opinion. They're starting to get the pieces. Shaka Swart seems like the right fit. So, I mean, the Longhorns could come in, Bryce, and end up being a top-four team in the Big 12. And Absolutely. I think that's enough to get you in the tournament for sure. You're probably going to get top 25 for sure. And Yeah, the conference is we'll going to be fun. That's another yeah, one is. to keep an eye on this season. It's a top-heavy conference, though. It's a yeah, top-heavy conference. Yeah, absolutely. it's a top-heavy conference. And, uh, you know, that that's – for the Maui, Bryce, there's another one other team we'll over quickly. Um, you know, really a couple teams. I'll ask you this. Stanford came out, they crushed Bama, and Providence actually got demolished by Indiana. All right, so let me ask you this, because Stanford was pretty decent. Uh, you know, coming in, they came out, they kicked Alabama. They have, you know, my man Williams, who is legit. He's going to come in and freaking dominate with his talent. Because, I mean, overall, the dude just knows what he's doing. He, he's got good size. He's got good quickness. Stanford has never received a higher recruit than this man right here. And that yeah, says a lot to me. That says a lot to me because you're, 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 coming, in to Stan, you're coming into Stanford saying, look, I, I don't have – there's not a lot of pieces there, Bryce. I think you and I would agree on that. There's not a whole lot of pieces. So you're, you're kind of doing the best you can given the talent. Uh, but I'm going to respect the kid uh, for going out and saying, I want to get – you know, I want to get an elite-level education. I want to compete in the Pac-12. And so I'm going to ask you this, Bryce. I think Stanford looks pretty interesting. And, you know, I do worry about the depth a slight bit. I'm not going to lie to you. But do you think that the Stan, do you think that Stanford has an interesting chance in the Pac-12? Because again, I want to make this point. I don't, we we haven't seen a whole lot of basketball, but it doesn't seem like the Pac-12 is the Pac-12. Seems like a lot of teams we typically used to be seeing at the top aren't necessarily going to be there at the top. Am I right, Bryce? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, the thing about Stanford is is they have size and they have length. Uh, so you know they're going to get into you defensively. Uh, Zaire Williams, like you talked about, big-time recruit. I mean, obviously showed out 19-8 and eight in his very first yeah. game. Um, oh, so, I mean, he's going to be a problem, right? We talk yeah, he's about, a tough dude. Uh, we talked about it off-air, but uh, coming from Sierra Canyon, 
uh, played with Bronny James. Like, I, uh, look, I don't know who's recruiting Bronny James. I don't know where he's going to go to college, but why are we not looking at these other guys that he's playing with enough? Like, I, why aren't we? Why have we been talking about Zaire Williams? He's been the best player, and, and he he's comes the best into player on that and, team, and just and just lights it up, right? So, give him the respect that he deserves. I think Stanford's going to beat a couple teams. I don't know how far they can go um, in, in a tournament like March Madness, but um, no, they're we'll an, they're an interesting yeah. team. Interesting. I team. agree. Yep, no doubt about it. And uh, the Maui, obviously, it's going to be on. Uh, the rest of this week. So just keep an eye on it. Uh, there's going to be some good content there and uh, we'll just, we'll just move forward with the next one, Bryce. And I'll tell you, a champions classic is a pretty amazing tournament every year. It's always these four teams, pretty much Duke, Michigan state, Kentucky, and Kansas. Now there's question marks and headlines about every single team. So Bryce, I'm going to ask you this question before we dive into each team. If you, if you're a fan of one of these teams, which which team are you the most confident in? Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, or Michigan State, and then I'll flip it on you as well. Who are you the most panicked on? I'll answer the panicked one first. Okay, uh, I'm the most panicked on Kentucky, and no, oh, it's, yeah, it's not because no. of just the Richmond loss. It yep. is not an overreaction. This is not just because we haven't seen them. I just don't – when I look at them, when I watch them, I don't know that they have – to me, like like John Calipari runs through the motions, and it's so annoying because every year in the tournament, they always seem to pull it out. Like, 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 they always seem to do like well, right? And it's just annoying because they, they play like garbage. All they, they don't play very cohesive, <laughs> and then they just come into the tournament and somehow just start winning games. It's so annoying. Do they recruit talent? Absolutely. Brendan Boston is a phenomenal player, and we'll we'll Ooh. touch on that later. Yeah, but I'm the most panicked on Kentucky. I just am. I, I don't. I don't know what they are. I, they never have an identity at the beginning of this season. They just look okay. like a hodgepodge of talent. Okay, fair. I I really like what I saw from Duke. I really like. Do what you I really? Saw. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Johnson. Okay. okay. J- I mean, nineteen and nineteen, Caleb. Hmm. No, he's good. He's good. I, and not, not to not mention DJ DJ Stewart uh, had a phenomenal game Very as well. Twenty nine and nine, I think. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry, twenty four and nine. Sorry, I misread. Great player. He is a great player. They they look good. Yeah, he's they very look good. very good. Um, I mean, the other two teams in Kansas and Michigan State. Michigan State never gets it going till the end of the season. Uh, I, they have talent, no doubt. But oh, can they say, piece I like it together? That yeah. They they have good talent, and Kansas. You know, Marcus Garrett is good. Um, I think we need to see more from the rest of their roster, um, but they have a good mix of young and old guys that can play. Like and I mean like seniors down to freshmen. I think they have an interesting roster, but I'm just not sure. I need to see more from Kansas. That's fair. That's fair. I I would say I agree with you on I agree with you on Kentucky a thousand percent. But a team that I think is really close that um, is not getting talked about in this light, respectively, is Kansas. I think there is a lot to question with Kansas. I am not. 
Hey, Marcy, you tell me, you tell me, if I told you, I'm an assistant coach and I told you, hey, after studying film on Kansas, I think Marcus Garrett's the best player on that team. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I disagree. I don't think he's, I don't, I don't, I just, Marcus Garrett's fine, but he has the tendency to be very wild in his game. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that there is really, my opinion, I don't know if there's a star there. And I think that's a, that's a question that I think that he's going to have to answer throughout the season is can he keep adjusting to the bigger spotlight? Because they don't have that as a BK presence. They don't have the Dotson to create the to give them opportunities to get the cuts going. They don't have that this year. So they are very about Garrett. And, and I don't, I just don't like that for Kansas. And I don't think yeah. it's getting talked about enough because yeah. I think that they are, they, they have been an amazing program for a while and they have been a very solid team. Little self always a solid team, but here's the thing, right? So if I told you that the leading score on the Kansas Jayhawks was Christian Braun, what would you think? Yeah, I I mean, Christian Braun, he just had that one good game against a very – But I'm just saying – I know, right? but I'm just saying. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, Christian yeah. Braun looks like he should just be spotting up shooting threes. Right. Like, period. Now, I mean, right. here's the thing, Caleb. They, play, they played Gonzaga, and they only lost by 12. I know. I and they know. scored they, a they lot of points. They look good. I agree. They did look good. They did look so, good. So, I mean, I will give them credit because, in my opinion, we'll talk about Gonzaga. I'll save it because we're going to talk about Gonzaga. Yeah. But, I mean, Gonzaga's a very good team, Caleb. Yeah. Very good. They're very good. They are very good. And and here's the thing. I, with this with this agenda, with the classic, I think something to keep an eye on in this, it's a couple things. Can the, Jay, can the Jayhawks show you that they can do a lot with less? I think they have less pieces than last year. I think they have to be able to do it with less guys. And, you know, with Kentucky, I think that's a fair point. Their talent level isn't the same. Now, the game I do want to get to, Bryce, I am I am going to push back on you a little bit with Michigan State here. I think Michigan State's really freaking good. I think I, I think they're, they are as talented as they have been in a long, long, long time. They have incredible depth. They have great leadership. The Who do you think is their best player? Who do I think is their best player? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not going to show in the point who their best player is, if that makes any sense. Okay. I think that Langford is their best player, but it's not going to show. And I that's would the agree thing. with that. And here's the, here's the thing, Bryce. It's not, it's not going to be because, um, he, he's going to have 20 points a game. That's I agree. Not it. I agree. It, it's going to be, he is, he is one of my always has been one of my favorite players to watch in college basketball last couple of years, he was hurt. So we never got to see him play, but Langford is really good and he can do a lot of different things. He guards your best player. He's a guy that can get you the 15 to 18 points a game, but he doesn't need to Michigan state's incredibly balanced, right? So I, that's the thing that I really like about this team. I mean, they have one of the house twins, they have Aaron yeah, Henry. Shout out Aaron. Shout out Aaron Henry from Indy. Indianapolis. Rocket finest. Watts. Very good. Yeah, Rocket Watts can come off the bench and just score the basketball. Score. Period. He just scores. Just scores they have, the basketball. They have Bingham, who's very good. 
Yeah, they have hips. You. You're right. They, they are they are legit. They are loaded. Uh, I I like. Here's the thing, Bryce. You know what I like in college basketball? I like depths and I like elite coaching. Michigan State has depth and elite coaching. And for that reason, I think that they're going to be right in the thick of it. And I agree with you on Duke. I think Duke's an interesting topic that I want to quickly get into before we switch. I think Duke's interesting because I really like the way that they play in terms of their spacing and how Coach K continuously adjusts to his team. But here's the thing I want to point out. Here's the thing I want to point out. I understand that, respectively, Jalen Johnson got the love in the recruiting and that Matthew Hurt's a really good basketball player who came back his sophomore year. And I really like Moore, too. Okay, I like Wendell Moore, too. Very talented player. But let me tell you something about DJ Stewart, the most underrated player on the Duke Blue Devils, who I honestly think could be the best player on their team. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think, D, I think, I think DJ Stewart could be the best player on the team. He Easily. has a mentality that is a cold-blooded assassin at point guard. He he is going to be a talent to just keep your eye on all season. He is so athletic. He he finishes both hands. He's crafty. He is all get out. Like, Bryce, I think the Duke Blue Devils are going to be seriously fun this year. And they have a lot of talent to keep an eye on off the bench. Like, for an example, Goldwire, a kid that's been developing for a while. Joey Baker, a kid that had a lot of talent who could be a legitimate spot-up shooter for them if he can actually play. Jeremy Roach, very good player, very good backup guard. This is a team, Bryce, that I think the issue, if you're going to sit there and say to me, okay, what's the issue with Duke? Well, the issue with Duke is size. Yep, the size. issue with Duke is size. They have and no lack size. Of, lack of experience for the most so part. So Michigan State, even though they don't have the greatest size, they're going to eat it up. To, they're going to eat it up. Teams like yep. that are going to eat it up. Um, North Carolina's going to eat that up. Um, Virginia is going to eat that up though. That's, I think what they're going to have to fix because when they're in a fast paced transition game, Bryce, I don't think it's going to be close. I think Duke's going to win those games probably nine out of 10 times, maybe even yep. 10 out of 10 times. So yep. I, I think that's going to be something to keep an eye on as you watch the classic this week. And in general, as you watch this season, because I think everybody likes these four teams. Now I agree with you, Bryce. I think if once again, the lowest we're on is Kentucky but keep an eye on their talent because Bryce is exactly right. It's not don't, – don't get panicked on the Richmond loss because this is a team that's going to eventually show and Calipari is going to get something going again, and they're going to get it figured out like nobody's business. And, and for that reason, I, I definitely believe that's something that is worth mentioning. Now, here's the next classic, Bryce, a classic that uh, you and I have been pretty intrigued with recently, and that is the Gonzaga – West Virginia, Baylor, and Illinois, classic. Those four teams, and let me clarify here, West Virginia replaced Tennessee in the classic. They replaced thank, Tennessee six days God. ago. I thank agree, God. Tennessee is not very good. <clears throat> and now you get Gonzaga and West Virginia. Who I am, yeah, baby. that is, I am extremely, oh, yeah. I, I am extremely wait. intrigued with this game. I'm extremely intrigued wait. with both teams. So let, let's do, let's think about it from both teams' perspective. I mean, Gonzaga Bryce is, <laughs> they're loaded. I mean, they yeah. they are going to be a championship contender. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. They're going to have great size. They're going to have great depth. So they've never had a player like Suggs ever. Oh uh, no! They he, finally, phenomenal. they finally have a star 
like that, a freshman star like that. And it, Bryce, it just seems as if it seems like it's their championship to lose, Bryce. I'm going to tell you right now, I think they have some contenders, but I think it's their championship to lose. <clears throat> oh, I totally agree, Caleb. Like, I, like when I look at Gonzaga, I see, you know how you kind of look and you say, oh, yeah, they're the best team in college basketball. Like the past couple of years, I haven't felt that way about a team. This right. year, I do. I really do. I mean, Jalen Suggs is a phenomenal freshman talent. Uh, Drew Tim coming back this year. Um, he's been good. Corey Kispert, uh, back again. Uh, he's been good. Uh, I mean, this team is just stacked. I mean, Mark few knows how to coach and he he knows how to recruit to get a guy like Jalen Sugg shows that he's progressing in recruiting, able to get some of these big guys. And that that's been kind of the thing is, you know, Mark few kind of sweeps up these guys, especially foreign players and just makes something out of nothing all the time. He's even gotten people to the NBA because of it. Sure. Uh, We even have one here in India in DeMontis Sabonis. So, uh, I mean, this team is uh, top to bottom, just talented. And they have a little bit of depth that they can plug some of these guys in. And the, and the thing, a thing about Gonzaga, they all every, every year, every player knows their role. They know how to perform it. They do their job and they succeed because of it. So, I mean, I, it's going to, I think this team is another fun team to watch. They're going to, sure. they're going to like blow away their conference. They're not going to lose a trap game to St. Mary's this year. They're just not. Okay? <laughs> St. Mary, that is a joke if you think St. Mary's even going to have a chance this season. So I think we're, I'm really going to cherish these, these early games for Gonzaga when they play actual good teams because this is fascinating. We're going to get them going up against West Virginia, which always, always gives teams a fight, right? So Gonzaga already has a big win against Kansas. I'm interested to see what they do against West Virginia. And let's talk, let's talk about West Virginia, Bryce, because this is a team in the Big 12 that, I mean, sucked last season. They sucked. They sucked. Yep. There's no if and buts about it. But this is a team, Bryce, that, you know, you brought the players back. You brought everybody back, and now you're going to see a lot of talent, you know, that's really going to step up for them. McBride, Culver, McNeil, they're really good. McCabe, McCabe is very good, the talented kid that you only see highlights on, even though I think he's not that great. But a lot of people like him, so let's, let's, I, I'm not even going to get too deep into him. But, Bryce, this is a team in, in West Virginia that's very well disciplined. This is yeah. a very disciplined team. But I want to say this about West Virginia. I'm sensing blowout city with Gonzaga. I'm sensing blowout city. I'm sensing. And and let me, let me elaborate a little bit. Now I think it's going to happen in one of two ways. I think it's going to be a really close game. It's going to be a blowout. Okay. Okay. But the thing with West Virginia that really worries me is last week, Bryce, they got lucky, lucky to get by WKU last week. Lucky absolutely lucky you go through the box score and you just like look at like how they got there what wku is up on them at the half yeah. WK, wku is up on them for most of the game right and i think yeah. wku is a pretty solid team and they're certainly better than gonzaga so it's a team in wku that basically could have won could have beaten west virginia and west virginia can't afford to do this little cute game where they can't play well in the first half they finished in the second half 
So in a way, Bryce, you, you just got to look at the mirror and say to yourself, can West Virginia find a way to get the job done with the group that they have and possibly get to a tournament? I, I think they're going to get to the tournament and be contenders. But I do think, Bryce, that's a fair point you have, that it's something to watch for because there's always been a criticism that Gonzaga doesn't play teams, and that's definitely not true this year. Win or loss, that's not true. You cannot sit there and yeah. say they don't play anybody. So I think West Virginia can make it a game. But I am going to sit there and say Bob Huggins has to get them back into their groove because they can't play like they did against WKU. Yeah, they, they got to play defense. They got to play hard defense against this yeah. team. They have to be annoyed. They have to be that energetic Bob Huggins team that we know, right? Right, right. Derek Culver needs to show the heck up. He's averaging 15 and 10. You're going to need that from him. McBride. You're going to need good. McBride. Like You're going to need yeah. McBride to score points. You're going to need – this is going to have to be a group effort from West Virginia if they want to beat Gonzaga. I think it's a really intriguing game. I hope it is a close game and not a blowout because I just like good basketball, Caleb. But I know oh, yeah, like no doubt. I know well. I do too, yeah. So I hope this is a good game. I really do, and I think it will be. I'm glad that we're getting these ranked matchups to kick off the season. Sure. What a better time for college basketball. What a better time. Yeah, no kidding. Just incredible. No kidding. And, you know, let's talk a little Gonzaga real quick. I'll, I'll mention them. I mean, obviously, Suggs is a player to keep an eye on. Nimhard. Andrew Nimhard, name yes. that many can be familiar with, transferred from Florida to Gonzaga. A lot of people think that that'll be an interesting little transfer for them moving forward. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Bryce, they have a ridiculous front court in Kispert and Timmy. They are going to be a dynamic duo down there. They oh complement each God. other so well. I don't even think, I, I mean, is it fair to say that this is the best front court in the country? And oh, by the way, I'll take a guard in Jalen Suggs, who's averaging 18 and seven. Uh, as well. uh, Suggs is going to go to the NBA, and I think he, I think he's actually going to be good. I think Suggs is going to be agree. good. I agree. I agree. Alex, he, will be he'll hard. be You're asking you to do this kind of stuff. I'm giving it to he, you. He will be. He will be a lottery pick. I'm telling you, he will be a lottery pick. Tell me I'm yeah. wrong, Caleb. If I'm oh, wrong, I'd, tell me. Oh, I'd, it'd be pretty tough for me to disagree with you. I think he's up there in that conversation oh man he's good that kid is good you know what and the, the other reason i like him bryce is literally because he went to gonzaga seems like a lot of stars are just sitting there saying to themselves oh well let's pair up oh let's do this oh let's go reconcile and meet at kentucky and 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 be buddy buddy or let's go to duke and you know what he did nah i'm trailblazing let's go let's i'm go trailblazing get, yeah let's go get good coaching Let's go get good coaching and let's go on a championship level team where I can only enhance it. Yeah. That's what he did. And that, that to me is scary in a a mentality that I want to have from a player at the lottery spot. And, and, you know, really when watching this team, you're going to see the depth, the size, the ability that few has as a coach to be a mastermind. And it's going to be fun to see West Virginia and see how they can rattle Gonzaga. I personally think it'll be something they won't rattle Gonzaga with, but we'll 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 find out. We'll find out. Absolutely. Now, Bryce, if you ask me right now, okay, who are my two favorite teams to watch in college basketball? They are playing against each other, and they're playing against each other Wednesday night. My two favorite teams to watch in college basketball are Illinois and Baylor. 
They are my two favorite teams to watch, and it's not even close. And it's for a couple reasons. One of them for Baylor is a guy named Jared Butler, who I am just, oh, my gosh. Oh, he's very good. <laughs> he's, he's so he, good. Oh, Bryce, I will get in a room with Jared Butler this entire season and you're not even gonna make. You're I, not even gonna say anything. You're not even gonna make fun of me for it. You're gonna sit there and you're gonna eat your words because I think Jared Butler's got NBA talent. Where do you think he I gets think he drafted? Is, I mean, you want to know my hot take? Oh no! You want to know oh, it? No. What? You want to know it? What? If I was a team in the lottery, I'm taking him in the lottery. I think he's that good. Oh wow! Wow! I think he's that good. Wow. I, I like him that much. I think he's that good. I don't care that he's a junior. I think that's overrated in college basketball. <laughs> I think it's overrated in the NBA. If, oh, interesting. If you, have, if you have legitimate talent, if you have legitimate talent, a lot of the people in the NBA want to sit there and say, let me take the 19-year-old kid. And I understand it. I get it because you want to develop and you want him to do your own thing. But Jared Butler has an NBA body and NBA level <laughs> skill set. Interesting. And he plays good. And I understand that we have a lot of freshmen this year. Jalen Green, who's in a G League. Christopher from Arizona State. Very good player. Oh, he's so good. List I goes love on. That kid. Okay, list goes on. But this is a team in Cade Cunningham, obviously. But I mean, Bryce, it, I like Jared Butler. I like Jared Butler a lot. And if I was a team in the lottery, I am considering him in that type in that in that type of position. I really like Vital. I like Vital's versatility for Baylor. Davion Mitchell, very good player. I mean, Bryce, I just think you can't go wrong with this Baylor team. They're incre- they're incredible. I love the way they're coached. I think Scott Drew's really good coach. I've oh, Scott always, Drew's a phenomenal. Always coach. thought that there's he's ridiculously underrated. And it's oh, yeah. it's a part of it, but just because he's on Baylor. But I mean, Bryce, this is the big like you know, Kansas has been getting the streak in the Big 12 for quite a while. But this is this is Baylor's year. Get the title. Get it this year. Get it. Get the yeah, job done. I think you, this would be you huge have, for them. You have Teague. You have Butler. Get the job done. You're loaded on the perimeter. You're freaking loaded on the perimeter. Get the job done and win, Bryce. And I, I am excited to see where this Baylor team can go. Push comes to shove, Bryce, and you made me do very, 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 very early final four predictions they would be in my final four. Oh, interesting. I'm telling you, you're going to hear a lot of positivity from me on Baylor. Uh, look, I, I, look I think I, you're not going to get any pushback from me. I think Baylor's a very good team. We know Scott Drew is a good coach. Uh, yeah, we've seen it. him do it over the years. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, is Baylor's had too many disappointments in the tournament. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I hope this team is different. Uh, I hope that last they, year I they would have been legit, Bryce. I think that I think they would have as well. But it's I tricky mean, to. But I know what you mean. Another but... year under under their belt, Jared Butler. You got Teague as well. You didn't even talk about Teague. Teague is very yeah. good. Oh, he's a legit. very good compliment yeah, to Jared Butler. Absolutely. Um, they have size. They have depth on the bench. They have these guys that can just come in and just flat out just play, just play basketball. <laughs> exactly right. So <laughs> that's again, exactly the Big right. Twelve is going to be a powerhouse conference, man. Uh, yeah, at the top of the they're line. Gonna, I agree. At the top of the they're line, they're going to beat up on each other. Yeah, 
And I, I think you, you, you sneak Texas Tech in there. I'm not saying they're a phenomenal team, but I know I think what you they, mean. They could, they could pull out some W's. That conference, just like the Big Ten, are just going to beat and beat and beat on each other, and it's going to be a fun conference. But I think, I think Baylor's the best of the best in this conference. They should, uh, and, and they need to play like it day in and day out. I think. I mean, again, I know what you mean. I do agree that the Big 12 is loaded. But to be honest with you, I think Baylor's better by a mile. The question is, are they going to continue their – are they going to make sure that – like remember I, like I said, I'm going to get a room with Jared Butler all season. The man's averaging two and, a half, two and a half steals in college basketball. Not a typical thing that you would see from a star player. No, and no, but that also you shows you Scott Drew. That's what that's oh, he instills that into that I, into that team. His team is gonna, to play defense. You're going to hear me talk about Baylor a lot this season. That's all I'm going to say. And the Illinois, the, the, the Fighting Illini, who is probably number two on it's their number two on my list of favorite teams to watch in college basketball. This is a team, Bryce, that I am all in on. I am like, I am in as in can get. On Illinois, I am pushing. I am pushing the deck on Illinois. I'm pushing the deck on this team. I like them a lot. I like their size. I like their play from, you know, AO. I like their play from Miller, their four-star recruit. I, I mean, Bryce, this is a team I absolutely love. I I think they are going to be right into that contention, Bryce. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm just something about Illinois just. <clears throat> I don't know, Caleb. I think well, you're letting the good. reputation get to you. That's your problem right now. You're 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 letting the reputation get to. But look at the talent on this team. Bryce. I I see Any it. T- I see it. Okay, Cockburn let me ask you this: is, is very talented. Can I, Ao is very yeah. talented. I completely understand that. I just don't know how far they can go this season. What's the, what 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 do you think they're going? Where do you think they're going? I don't know. I. I I think they're going to be good. Like they'll be good a, a good regular season team, but I would put them on very high upset alert in the tournament. Oh God, no! I don't agree. You need experience. You need experience. They got it. Not to mention, Bryce. Let me hear you out. Let, let me let me make this tick to you right now. Let me pause. All right. Okay. Illinois has two of the top three players in the Big Ten. Being Ao and and who who's your and Kofi and, and Kofi. Kofi. Who's the top player in the Big Ten? And then you're, who's the other? Luca Garz is number one. Luca, okay, that's fair. That's so. Luca Garz is number one. Yeah. Ao's number two. Yeah. Kofi's number three. In my opinion, you can list a whole lot of guys in that conversation. You're right. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, I, I really think Bryce, when when you have when you can have that as a con, as a team in a loaded conference, I just I take my chances with that. With a team that has two of the top three players, I just I, I like that. I like that a lot. Now I know, like, you can convince me about Nate Revers. You can convince me about guys like that, and I'm not going to sit there and say that's a bad take, Bryce. But yeah. I really believe you can make a case at the end of the season that Kofi and Ao are two of the top three players in the Big Ten. I think you can legitimately make that case, and so when you have that. Not to mention that Underwood finally got another really good piece to come back home in Adam Miller, who I freaking love watching, who I, once again, we will be talking about all year. I, yes, I get in a room with Adam Miller. Make fun of me, Bryce. This is a team that is going to be legit. I like their balance. Bryce, Trent Frazier's good. They have pieces. 
I, I don't I don't get your I, I think you're using the reputation against them and that's my that's my issue. This is a talented team. Look, I'll watch them. I'll watch them this season and let's just see how they do. Let's see how they do. Let's see how many wins in the Big Ten they have at the end of the season. Let's yeah, see what they got. Impressive. Let's see what they got. All right, whatever. And here's here's the other thing, real quick. I mean, we are an Indiana network, so I want to get your thoughts on a couple teams right here before we wrap it up. And Purdue and Butler, and and we'll we'll get into Notre Dame too. Why not? We'll get into Notre Dame, but Purdue. Let's get into Purdue first. Purdue is a team, Bryce, that I think has some interesting talents. Um, but I'll tell you, they're going to have to play some ugly basketball to win. I mean, ugly. They're going to have to play ugly. Uh, they're going to have to get the ball to Williams. They're going to have to pound it into him. He's going to have to have a, a very similar season to what he had last year. I mean, you have to pound him the rock. This is a team that I don't buy in shot creativity. I don't no. think they have shot creativity. They have very good size. I mean, I oh, I mean, they always Zach, do every year. Zach Eddy, Zach Eddy, seven four, two eighty five. Where do they find these guys? By I mean, the way. Travion Williams, Stefanovic is a shooter, but their shot creating is a legit issue, and that's my only worry when it comes to the Boilers. How can they get shot creating? Because Jaden Ivey, Brandon Newman, shout out both guys from Indiana. They can put in buckets, but I don't yep. know if that's enough right now yeah i you know you need more from aaron wheeler as well i mean this is another guy that that purdue fans are very high on uh, I, I think he needs that. to play better as well i agree so, yes. i mean the thing is is so purdue right now they're sitting at one and one okay they lost to clemson which clemson's not a phenomenal basketball school um i i don't know what happens but matt painter always seems to find a way with this team Maybe this isn't the year that that to do it. Maybe it's okay. Let's get some experience. All right, now let's let's build on the game. Let's let's work it in. I I don't know that this is going to be a season that you're just going to be wowed with Purdue. You may see improvement at the at the end of the year towards the end of the year, but I don't know if this is a tournament team. I really don't. I don't know. Um, I think they probably figure it out, but I see what you're saying. It's not, it's not clear know. cut yet. It's not clear right. cut. There's a lot of basketball that we have to play, but I, I definitely get where you're going. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. Now I do think losing to Clemson is not the greatest. Lo- that is not a good, that is not good for Purdue. That's, that's not, not a lot of people can, de- can defend that one for me. Cause I, I don't think they should have lost to them. I uh, agree. So there, there, there's my panic there. Now, another team, Bryce, that, you know, came in they played michigan state recently um and it seems like they're you know desperate uh to try to figure themselves out once again under mike braves is a noted in fighting irish race this is a team that um you know they've had numerous times where they've been right in the thick of it at the top and they've shocked people and they've had the talent to get right back in the conversation but i'm going to say the same thing i said earlier about Purdue, but I think it's even worse in Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame, in my opinion, is not good. And they're not good. When you're you're relying on Preston Hub to be your best player, or Prentice Hub, pardon, when you're relying on Prentice Hub to be your best player, that's a problem. Prentice Hub is not, should not be even close to your best player. He should be like your bench guy. Should be a six man. 
Prentice Hub is like what Devontae Green was for IU. He's just going to shoot a crap ton of shots and he's going to get hot and it's going to be good or it's going to look really ugly. And they need him to look really good more than they do really ugly because yeah, they I mean, don't have shot, enough people to balance that. He he only shot 32 percent uh, in the in the uh, Michigan State game. He had 23 points. I'll give him that. Disgusting. Disgusting. I, I agree. I agree. I, it's just like. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm going to say no thank Caleb, you to the Irish system. Caleb, let me ask you this. Let me pose this question because sure. I think this is, this should have happened two seasons ago. Oh, are is you going to go time, here? Is it time to move on from Mike Bray? Wow. <laughs> I, I think, I think this, I think this should have wow. already happened. You I think they should move on from Bray, Bryce. Uh, what are you doing in recruiting? What are you doing? Notre Dame can be a, we know that they can be a good basketball team. Yeah. It was, it was not too long ago when you had guys like Demetrius Jackson and you had guys like Pat Connaughton. I weirdly think this isn't a wrong take, Bryce. I just, I, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 think, I, think I don't think it's a bad decision. It was a, it was a very, it was a very unpopular. I've, I've said it before and it was very unpopular with people that I said it to. It's, right. Why not get rid of Mike Bray? I don't think this is working. It just seems like they're stagnant. They're just stagnant. Right, they are. They're just kind of, they're just this mediocre team when, you know, you would get a Notre Dame team that's going to beat Louisville when they were at the top of their game, when they were giving Kentucky with their their ridiculous talent runs for their money in the tournament. And we just get nothing. They're dead. It's just, what have they done? When was the last good recruit they had? I, I don't know. I don't know. And you can say, oh, well, they've never had good recruiting. They just had, they just develop players and they, they were do develop. Fine. Okay. But I've seen no development out of Notre Dame. When was That's the, I, you're saying. Right. When was the last time they had a player drafted? Was it Pat Connaughton? Um, I, I know they had Beecham, who they really liked, who I believe was getting closer uh, to, to that regard but, but he, nothing, he was never just sticking nothing. in the career he's never sticking in the league I mean, the, I the program the program is stagnant i think it's time to move on wow wow my my opinion is i don't know how you can get better than mike bray if you're notre dame i really don't i don't know how maybe, you get better maybe you, maybe you get a guy from mid majors that's just up and coming and you just sign him just sign him why not they're in an interesting situation. I do think you brought a really good point that needs to be popped out of the bubble. I do. I agree with that. If you don't make the tournament and you struggle and you're not developing because you can't recruit either, I, I think you have a very fair point. So I, I think the Notre Dame Irish are going to be a team that people need to watch on, keep their eye on because there could be a lot of changes there. Uh, Cause I don't really see this team being what they have been in the past. And another team rise that's in the, in the Indiana, in the state of Indiana that I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm very 50, 50 on. Um, I definitely, definitely just need to see more before I honestly like fully evaluate them. But the Butler Bulldogs, um, I am worried about their balance they have a, they don't a lot of guys. They have four guys on the team to get 30 minutes a game, which again, I think anytime you look at minutes and you see four guys at 30 a game, 
you already know that's a depth problem, right? You already know that's a depth problem. I think Thompson is very good, but I don't like him as my leading player. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Not, not right now. I don't like that. Maybe that changes, but I don't like that right now. Uh, Jair Bolden, very good player. Um, I like Bryson Inzi, 6'7", 230. I like him. But yeah. again, I don't – not crazy on, on Butler being at the top of that Big East Conference. It's just not something I see them really doing this year. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm just – I'm not sure about Butler. I mean, I like Aaron Thompson. I like sure. the kid. but. Sure. I don't know. And this is another this is another program that's I don't know, it just seems kind of stagnant recently. Uh like I'm not sure really sure what they are or where they're going or what they're gonna be able to do. Well, I like their recruiting um, class next year. That's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But um yeah, I don't know. This is gonna be one of those butler years, like grind it out, get in the tournament and make some noise. I, I don't know that this is this team either. I think oh. I think Indiana is definitely the best Indiana team, college basketball oh, yeah. team. This year, I state. agree. This, this year, this I agree. year, this year, hundred yeah. percent. I don't even think it's close. To be honest with you, if if they're doing the Crossroads Classic, which I, I don't know, are are they doing that this year, Caleb? Um, I mean, I'd have to check that, but I I, I believe they are not. Okay. Doing it. Okay. I mean, I if they, they did, in the Indiana would be the best team out of all of them, and, it, and again, it's not even close. So. Uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of, Oh, they are, they are just okay. recently released that they are appearing to, it's appearing like they are going to play Butler, Indiana, Notre Dame, Purdue this year. Oh, uh, well, Indiana should wipe the floor with Butler. If they lose, I'm, I'm Caleb, we're doing an emergency pod and I'm ripping Archie Miller. I'm calling for his head. If they lose to Butler this year, this season, I believe they, yeah. From what I am seeing, it seems like that. But, I mean, here's the thing that I I am needing to kind of figure out when it comes to how you value um, – the, the really how you value Butler. And I, they have experience. I like Jordan a lot. But here's, here's the thing. I would just go to your – especially when evaluating Butler this year, just go to the Big E standings. Because let me ask you this, Bryce. I'm going to list you off a bunch of teams. And I guarantee you, you're not going to say they're better than them. Are you taking Xavier? Or are you taking Butler? Xavier. Yeah. You're taking Xavier. You're taking Xavier. They have, they're a better depth. Paul Scruggs. Shout out Paul Scruggs. Indiana guy. Paul Scruggs. Okay. That's that's number one. Creighton or Creighton. Top 10 Creighton or Butler. Uh, definitely Creighton. Villanova or Villanova or or, uh, or, or, uh, or Butler. Uh, definitely Villanova. Prominence or Butler? Give me Providence over Butler. Give me Providence. Yeah, yeah. Me Providence. I like Ed Cooley. See, I like Ed Cooley. At, you're at least looking at just quickly off the top. You're already looking at four teams better than them. There's always a, a random team that comes out of the the woodworks. You know, I could see Marquette kind of play a little pissed off um, because of losing the Hauser twins. So maybe. No That's more Marcus Howard either. There's not. There's not. I know, but I just think it's interesting. That's all I'm saying. I and agree. I, I. I just. I. There's a lot to to like that. I don't think Butler can overtake. 
And that's, that's, that's my only issue with them this year. I don't think Aaron Thompson can be your number one guy. I don't think that that that's a long-term lasting success. I agree. So with that said, um, you know, Bryce, it was a fun little episode. It's a fun episode. Yeah, a little college different. Uh, it is different. I will continue this every other week. It'll not be an every week thing. It's every other week. Uh, we'll bring on guests. We'll, we'll have a little fun. But right now, just sticking to the two of us uh, to get as, you know, as basically this thing gets rolling. So, uh, Bryce, once again, thank you for coming on the Linsanity and, and, and co-hosting again. Of course. Always a pleasure.